One. Welcome back, y'all. How's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? Um, we just got through all the holidays. Thank God. I was by far over it. Actually, it was a pretty good holidays. I, I'm, I'm being dramatic. New year, new me. I'm not going to complain anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay. It makes me sleepy. Um, but before we even get started into this episode, please like, subscribe, hit that mm-hmm. bell notification so you don't miss out on any episodes. We are coming to an end very, very soon very for this soon. season. So there's plenty of episodes to catch up on. It's over a year's worth of episodes. So Lord. rewatch them, do what you got to do while we take this little hiatus before the season's done. Well, after the season's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are listening to us on Apple or any streaming podcast streaming sites give us a review to catch up on yes the audio part oh yes yeah the audio part yeah because isn't this season four so you have five five seasons no season one was audio that's what i'm saying like the audio people have five seasons the visuals have we're on our fourth season and okay they have four seasons to catch up on audio-wise, but visual, they only have three seasons. Season two, three, and four. I can't wait to clip it. It was all a lie. Okay. She lied, guys. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. And what, and what if I didn't lie? What clip we have for that? <laughs> I'm going to be like, I told never- y'all niggas. <laughs> I told y'all niggas. That's the clip you need to use. <laughs> and I have it on my phone. I'll send it to you. Oh, God. I can't. Oh. Uh- <laughs> As I was singing for the audio <laughs> listeners, um, please rate us. Let us know how we're doing. Um, and yeah. All right. With that out of the way, mm-hmm. we are here to discuss <laughs> rent. Uh, ri- what? I'm about to say rich aunties. Rich crackers. Rich aunties. Rich Rich aunties. R I C. I sound like a fucking record. <laughs> Yo, I hate myself. Oh. Rich, what is wrong with me? Rich auntie vibes. Also, this new year, I'm gonna be reading a lot more because my <laughs> dyslexia got me in a chokehold, <laughs> and I don't want it anymore. <laughs> okay, rich auntie vibes. So, as everyone may or may not know, we are aunts of several nieces and nephews. Oh, Lord. Um, and we are uh, without children. I'm also Yet. a great aunt. Are you a great aunt? I'm a great aunt, too. Lord Jesus. We are the best young, old aunties you can come across, to be fair. Mm-hmm. We're the cool aunt. We're the, we're the aunt that all of our nieces and nephews want to wanna be. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm lying. I probably, my niece probably hate me. Um, but yeah. So, I know for me, I became an aunt at eight years old. How old were you when you were, became an aunt? I was three. I didn't know I was an aunt. Yeah, and that's where it gets a little tricky for us because we were so young when we became aunts that were like That's because we have older siblings. The role of like being an aunt. Yeah, we have older siblings. My yes. sister was 15 when I was born. So she was literally my mom. Mm. She took care of us, she fed us, she brought us to school, she took us to daycare. She was our mom. She taught us how to read, that's everything. Cute. Um my mom just worked at that point. Uh, she's like, I raised two kids. Now my kids can raise my kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's that. Um, how was your relationship with your sister? Well, my all my four siblings, they were, when I was born, they were still in Haiti. They mm-hmm. didn't come until like 94, 95. So, by then, I'm already five years old, six years mm-hmm. old. Um, 
wasn't accustomed to them just yet and i don't think i at that age i had the grasp of knowing that i had brothers and sisters because mm-hmm. but mind you my parents have me i've been going to haiti since i was three so they knew me they met me but at that age i mean i don't have no sense of memory prior yeah. to five mm-hmm. years old yep. so i don't mm-hmm. remember seeing them with the exception of having pictures um a photo album when my mother took me and i, I think i was like three or four at the time took mm-hmm. me to 80 i was around my siblings so they always knew of me i just it wasn't aware of them <clears throat> um but once my siblings got to the states my sister was the one that pretty much like you know, she would go to school in the morning, and then in the afternoon, she would be the one that whipped something up for me and my niece to eat, mm-hmm. make sure our hair is done for school the next day or whatever. Sometimes she would be the one getting us up ready in the morning if my both my parents were at work. But prior to my my siblings, my parents would alternate their schedule. Like, my mom would be here in the mornings to get me ready for school, and then in the afternoon, my father would be either picking me up or he'll come home in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So they would alternate their schedules up until, like, even high school. Their schedules was like that for me. But um, we became close, but I was viewed as the annoying little sister because the age gap. Yeah. Like, me and my... They did not want to hang out with you. Nope. And that's fine. Um, <laughs> my oldest, youngest brother out of the three brothers, I follow him, and me and him are nine years apart. Oh. So. That's a decent... I was thinking, like, 15 and older. Mm-mm. Like, that oh, like between age. me and my sister, of course. Yeah. Like, I, she's probably old enough to be my mother. Oh, yeah. My sister's 100% could be my mom. Yeah, so... That's why he's like, wait, you have a niece? I'm like, mm-hmm. well, me me and my oldest niece... Um, more with, like sisters. With, yeah, I thought we were cousins growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I used to tell... We literally used to tell people, oh, yeah, we're cousins. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know at what age... I think it was, like, at, as a teenager, I found out she was my niece... Yeah, but I didn't. I, I'm a teenager. What concept am I supposed to know? Like, oh, yeah. this is what aunties do. I'm a teenager. Like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, how many nieces and nephews do you have? Shit. Uh, get back to me on that. Okay. Well, for me, I became aunt at eight, as I mentioned earlier. <clears throat> My first niece, I legitimately raised. Like, <clears throat> I don't know what came over me. I don't know if it was like everyone telling me like, oh, you're an aunt now and blah, blah, blah. So I used to make her bottles. I used to feed her. I used to put her to bed. I used to change her diapers. Um, and then as they got older and started school, I was bringing them to, well, not, well, yeah, I would bring the second to her bus stop, go to school, pick them up after school, <clears throat> help them with their homework. I pretty much took the role that my sister took when um, I was born. Um, so my first three nieces, um, benefited from that relationship. Like I was more of like their disciplinary mommy figure, but not really their mom. Um, I remember recently my second niece told me, uh, when I used to pick her up from the bus stop and I would take her to like the little convenience store in the corner and they're like, Oh, is this your daughter? And I'd be like, no, that's not my kid. And then my niece be looking at me like, but I want you to be my mom. Like, she legitimately just like, why are you telling everybody I'm not your kid? <laughs> She's like, she didn't tell me that verbally, but she told me as a recent. Like, I really wanted you to tell people I was your daughter. Like, what? What are you doing? Um, so, I have my sister. My older sister has three kids. My older brother has three kids. And as of recently, in the last year, well, yeah. Start, uh, um, <clears throat> from twenty one January 21 to now March... 23 what am i saying Mm. january of 22 to march 23 i have three new nieces and nephew and i'm also a great aunt so in total by march 23 i will have nine nieces well excuse me 
eight nieces. There's too many. Eight nieces and one nephew. My final first official nephew. Uh, but I also have a great nephew. So technically I have two nephews and eight nieces. Okay, I finally counted. So I, she was doing math so hard right now. Yeah, and I honestly, when I clipped this, I'm gonna have like all of the question marks on the side of your head. No, literally, I had first I was counting one by one by their names, but then I was like, wait, let me patch just compact them by each sibling. Yeah, how many yep, siblings? Exactly so I have a total of eleven nieces and nephews altogether. I ain't got time to separate them. Eleven nieces and nephews altogether, and I know for a fact. None of my siblings are going to have any more kids, so mm-hmm. it will stay at 11 nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Now, my oldest niece, um, the firstborn niece, she has two kids, so I have two great nephews. Mm-hmm. And then it's also cool because my aunt, who's already an aunt, which is already a great aunt, so my aunt is already my, me and my sister's aunt. Mm-hmm. Now she's my ne- niece's great aunt, and then mm-hmm. her having those two boys, now yeah, she's great, 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 great aunt. aunt kind of dope when you think about the levels yeah. of family yeah, yeah, yeah. or that's, whatever that's actually i used to hate that the, my mom was much older and then i had older siblings because i'm just like all oh, my friends mom is like the, the age of my sister like whatever but now that i think about it, I'm like we get to live generations <coughs> together for mm-hmm. a long time for a good yeah for I used to think the same way too because some of my friends i know their parents are like in their 50s mm-hmm. now and i'm like I was put. I was seventy one. <laughs> I only experienced my mom during menopause. <laughs> like, what? She had me at forty two, and then two more up until she was forty six. Her last kid was she was forty six years old, oh, and wow. then she hit menopause, and we were unable to understand and talk, and and so we just knew the angry mom. That's why I'm like, yo, my mom was angry a lot of the time. And maybe that's why me and my mom bumped heads. Like she was probably in her late forties. Like I'll say 49 hitting 50. That's when I was more in my teenage years. I was like 17, 18 mm-hmm. and we were bumping heads a lot. Oh yeah. So you were a teenager and she was going through menopause. Like your both of your bodies were going through changes. Well at this rate that's gonna be the same situation for me. <laughs> Jesus oh, yeah. Jesus take it the will. Take Lord, it the will. The youngest niece, or n- no, yeah, youngest niece, no one else has kids, is four, I mm-hmm. think? Or is she going to be four? Wait, she was born in... She's four, she'll be five. I had to count. There's too many. Um, so she's four now. So she's the youngest out of all the nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. The oldest is 33, the youngest is four. Uh, huge age span. Um... <clears throat> All of them, I pretty much kind of babysat and semi-raised, with the exception of my oldest niece and nephew. He is, I believe, 28, 29 now, and my niece is 33. So I never held them as babies because, one, they were born in Haiti, and, two, I was a child when they were born. Yeah. But all the other ones that came after, Mm -hmm. after that... Um, I pretty much babysat them, changed their diapers, had them all day. They spent the night over my house. Um, I fed them. You free daycare. Pretty much. Same for me. Um, and so that's why I told everybody, the ones who are waiting for me to have children, be prepared to babysit. Because I babysat all y'all kids. I have not pressured you once because Lord knows. Oh, no. I know. My no. sister's already plotting to drop baskets off at the front door for my <laughs> fucking nieces and nephews. <laughs> no, I'm like, with the exception of a few friends, no, you never pressured me um, about kids mm-hmm. um my my closest friends they never pressure they'll talk nah, shit but bro not first off at your party okay. we did a toast the recent one oh we did a toast and i was like we wish 
we wish um baby upon you or something who said was, that everybody said it at the freaking toast at the oh, very end of the night girl you were drunk yeah you were drunk i said who said that who said that yeah um, but yeah i was like but they're not in the sense like every single day we talk to yeah no about babies in the sense. i'm sure it was just not like family. my family my family though they better be prepared they have to in prayer circles girl i'm pretty sure <laughs> night night prayer services and sunday service bible, bible studies really just putting prayers over fucking her uterus girl so yeah i pretty much babysat all of them um and my great nephew um mm. as well so it was kind of cool like I'm not used to saying great aunt, so no, I just I say, oh, that's my nephew. nephew. Even yep. though I know he's my great nephew, I'd be like, no, Thanks that's my nephew. my one and only great nephew is also my godson. So mm. I just say my godson. Yeah. You could, yeah, one of my nephews is, your godson, right? is my godson mm-hmm. um, as well. So He's the only one, I think, really... Uh, None of them call me auntie, and I don't really care. Yeah, mm-hmm. not big on that. I know some people who are big on like, oh no, my my nieces nephews gonna call me auntie. Da, da, da. Like they'll tell people like, oh that's my aunt, like, oh that's auntie. They don't mm-hmm. say my government, but when it's just us, it's bro. Really see so it I'm way. sure this happens to you a lot too. But <clears throat> when I went out recently with my nieces, um, it was like a Greek um, event, mm-hmm. and uh, my best friend is in a Greek, and he was like, oh we're having an after party at this house. <coughs> I should stop by and I was like mm-hmm. that was it was a day of your party oh yeah, yeah so I was like I have somewhere else to be but my nieces can definitely go they're grown they're between the ages of 27 and freaking 22 mm-hmm. and I was like they can fucking go on their own so I was like just make sure you take care of them like I don't want them you know mm-hmm. compromised in any way my my best friend he got my back so he um calls me and he was like I just left this other party your nieces are still at the other party and I'm like oh, this motherfucker and he's like, I'm picking you up so you can come with me. I was like, no, I'm tired. And I, was, I just got home from your party. Like, <laughs> I just got home. He's like, well, I see a light on, so just come outside. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we ended up going, and I'm, I meet them. I'm talking to them. And then, you know, people are coming up and saying, hi, my name is so-and-so. Like, introducing whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, these are my nieces. And the minute I said that, everyone was like, mm, never mind. Because again, they look like they're in their twenties, but when you put niece in front of that, and you this see, like, me, oh, they're probably sixteen. They're probably babies. So my my best friend came up to me. He's like, "Stop telling everybody those your fucking nieces." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" He's like, first off, it makes them look like they're underage and they're drinking, and secondly, it makes you look old as fuck." Like, stop. So I had to I had to tell him that was my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, when you see them, you think, okay, they're in their 20s, like, early 20s. And then you see me, you're like, okay, you're like, in your 30s. But you never understand, like, that's too close of a gap. Like, that's too close of an age difference for mm-hmm. them to be niece and auntie. So. I mean, it's 2022. People should know by now, like. Especially with everybody having babies so young. The, yeah, especially when people having kids very young that mm-hmm. you, sometimes you have a niece or nephew that's older than the aunt. I'm like, how you. The niece and, or nephew born before the auntie was born. Like, bro, how about having an doing? aunt who's like younger than your sisters? Well, so far right now, the the immediate family that I know of, the aunts, uncles, whoever, they're in their prospective age group and generation mm-hmm. they need to be in. They're in that level. Like, oh, they're older than the second and third generation or maybe fourth generation. But no niece or nephew is actually older than an aunt or uncle. Everyone, the aunts and uncles are pretty much older now. Are you saying like that, that is a fact? 
Or like that's in your family. In my family. Oh, I was about to say. No, no, no. Um, no, no, no. I'm talking about for my family. Yeah. Like the no. aunts and uncles, they're in their perspective ages. The nieces yeah. and nephews, they're younger. It's just the age gap between like my siblings yeah. having their kids and me being the last one. There's not much of a difference. Like pretty much with the exception of the oldest niece and nephew and mm-hmm. the nephew that I'm his godmother. The rest of them, I am old enough to be their mother mm-hmm. if I had kids young, yeah. like as a teenager. Did you ever discipline your nieces and nephews? Um, not all of them. Yeah. To a certain extent. Like, like obviously not your firstborn niece, because that'd be weird as fuck. And the, the firstborn nephew, no. Because no. they were too close in age, and yeah. I was a kid when they were born. Yeah. But the rest of them, to an extent, like, you know, taking something from them, because one, they were damaging stuff, like mm-hmm. they weren't supposed to touch or whatever, mm-hmm. but, um, did I hit them only once or twice for, not all of them, like mm-hmm. the last two, the youngest two never had to hit them. He'd be like, no, don't do that, and they'll listen. But mm-hmm. only one or two, I give him a quick, swift pop on his hand. Like, you're not supposed to do that, because I already told him twice. And he was yeah. shocked, like, oh, shit, she hit me. But he didn't cry. He just he was walked. Just like, oh, she's serious. Yeah, like, she's dead serious. So, I mean, I don't tell people how to discipline their kids. People might yeah. say, oh, that's abuse. A pop here and there. For me, in my personal opinion, <clears throat> it's not abuse. It's just the it's the warning, because I mm-hmm. gave you the verbal warning. It's the war- the physical warning, because it's like, you're not my kid, and if something happens, they're gonna look at me like, "Well, what was happening?" So I need to mm-hmm. nip it in the butt now, yeah. so they don't say, "Oh, I left my child in your care." Because yeah, that's my family member, but that's also not my child, right? But I know I've they always... trust me enough to watch them and discipline them if need be. Yeah, I know. I've always had permission to discipline, and so in my head, I didn't know how to use my authority to get a re- to get the reaction I needed from them. So mm-hmm. I just mimicked. What my mother and my sister used to dis- how they used to discipline me, which is beat your ass, beat your motherfucking <laughs> ass, and I think one it helped it helped a little bit, but then I I slowly realized each niece is different mm-hmm. and need to be addressed um, with discipline differently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, and now that I think back on it, I was like, oh my God, I was so angry when I used to discipline them. Like, and it's just so cringy. Like I would never, but I remember my sister having a hard time getting the youngest to like, listen to her to do something like, so she says, wash the dishes right now. The youngest like, I'll get to it when I get to it. And my sister and I are the same. Like if I tell you to do something, it's then now. And like, I don't, you're not doing anything important that requires you to do it after the fact I tell you. So I was living upstairs at the po- at one point and my sister proceeds to call me and all you hear is like a lot of ruckus in the background as if she like dropped her phone and she's yelling. So I was like, what the fuck? Maybe she butt dialed me. I don't know. So then she calls me back. She's like, come get your niece because she probably got a black eye. And I was like, oh, okay. So I come downstairs and, you know, my niece is visibly upset washing dishes. <laughs> and my sister goes, I told her to do something. And she said, um... Uh, I'll get to it when I get to it. And my sister's like, no, I need you to do it now. And my niece was, you know, going back and forth with her. Um, and my sister got fed up and she's like, I don't even have time for this. Is this the like, spicy one? The little one. Yeah, the little spicy one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, not Lexi. Oh, I thought it no. was her. Me and Lexi would have been fighting. Um, no, the youngest one. Okay. So anyways, she, so my sister goes, I was telling her to do something. She didn't want to do it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but I was too exhausted to go back and forth with her. So I was like, I call you and come have you deal with her. Right. <clears throat> Which when I come down, it's, 
it's 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 gonna something's gonna go off like and typically they never challenge me if i say do something they'll like huff and puff but they're huffing and puffing and walking <laughs> um so uh she's like so she went to, so as i proceeded to call you she goes oh i thought you were the mother why do you need reinforcement and she's like jessica i lost my shit i lost my shit and this was she's like 16 maybe and I was like, she said, what to you? And I was like, you know, I'm super protective of my sister because she was my mom at one point. So, like, you're not about to disrespect my mom. And this is in my head. That's how I process my sister. She wants to have a sister-sister relationship, but I see her as a mom. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's hard. But when I'm, I'm super protective of her, so if anybody disrespects her, and that's including her kids, I'm ready to go for bat. So, I was like, she said, what to you? So, I run into the kitchen, and she, she's already upset. Her mom already popped her. Like, what what more could, do you want from me, Jessica? So, I went up to her. I was like, and them dishes better be done in 10 minutes, or I'm coming the fuck down here. I like, I went, time frame. Right? And I'm, like, being super aggressive, and my niece is just looking at me like, I'm already defeated. <laughs> Why must she threaten me? <laughs> And then I go upstairs and I come back down. The dishes was washed and she was in bed sleeping. Yeah. So I used to be the disciplinary, but then I just got out of that. Because I was just like, if I want to have a real relationship with my nieces, I need to stop acting like I can fight them any and every which way. Or like use fear task tactics to get, a, to get a response from them that I want. So, yeah. But it it stopped with them. Like mm-hmm. the the first three kids, it stopped with them. And then now I'm just like, I'm just the auntie that lets you do whatever the fuck you want. You can come to me for anything. Um, you can tell me any deep, dark secrets. I'm going to support you in any capacity that I can. Um, whenever they have creative ideas, they call me. Whenever they have a problem they need to solve, they call me. Whenever they just need to decompress, they call me. And that's the relationship I want to continue to have with them. I don't, I don't want to be the disciplinary. I'm not doing that. Do what you got to do. You're old enough. Do your thing. Your mama can do that. Yeah, that's your mama <laughs> business, not mine's. Mm-mm. I only do the discipline if obviously they're under my care. Small children, of mm-hmm. course. I don't like so you most beat little kids. I don't beat them. <laughs> like now, it's more. I'm more stern. Like yeah, you know, it's your tone. It's the tone that you use and how you look at them mm-hmm. or whatever to like really get a reaction out of them. Like, but <clears throat> I don't want them to fear me. I just want them to know like. Don't come over here with the fuck shit. You can have mm-hmm. fun, do whatever, but don't come over here with the fuck shit. Like yeah. when my nieces and nephews chill with me, they're chilling. When they, we know kids act real different with their parents. They yeah. act a fucking fool. Um, <clears throat> but like even Wilson now, he's like, oh, I'm gonna be the fun parent, and you're gonna be the mean one. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm but when your kids start fucking tearing shit up, you're and on your own. Barassing you outside. <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> you're on your own. Like for me, I mean, I don't know, like. I never was scared of my mother. I used to be like, whatever, like, attitude with my dad. <laughs> he didn't have to say much. It's just the look, like... I was so confused, because, yeah. I no, I always, had my, I always had an attitude with my mother, because she would be the one, like, oh, wait till your dad get I'm like, well, what could you handle? Like, you sound like my niece, and that's why she got fucked up. <laughs> I, still I thought you were the mama. <laughs> I mean, I still get my ass beat. Like, imagine getting your ass beat with your mother, then get another one when I seen a video, home. it says, when you think everyone had a traumatic childhood with you, and then <laughs> you realize it was just you. So the girl was like, oh my God. Um, she's like, my mom was so angry at me because I snuck out. And she's like, yeah, and then she locked you in the basement and beat you up, and then left you down there for hours. And she's like laughing about it. And it's like, no, I never done, my mom's never done that. That's traumatic. She's like, Okay. But really, my my discipline was very traumatic, and I try to res- I try to like use what I remembered from that on my nieces, and it didn't work. One, well, it did and didn't. But then I didn't feel good after. Like it was weird as fuck. It was mm-hmm. weird. 
I, I prefer the relationships that I have with them now. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, my relationships with them now is like not like damaged or anything. I never really. No, you didn't do what I did. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I never really. Because my mother always explained to me with kids, she's like, one, you never try to discipline them when you're upset. upset yeah. And well, that's all she, I she always told me, <laughs> you know, if you are, if it does lead to you giving a little pow pow the hand maybe the mm-hmm. back of the leg but never punch them in their back their chest their face yeah. anywhere around the head area small children you don't do stuff like that and and it pisses me off when you hear stories now of like how a child is found somewhere abused abused or whatever a parent not taking care of them starving them that irks my soul because i'm like yo they're safe havens bring the baby back to the hospital right leave them at the police station or fire station they will gladly take them See, I think, and I don't even know how we got, well, I know how we got here, but Mm -hmm. uh, I think for people that do do that, it's because of the, like, the the record that's going to be attached to them. Like, this was your mother, she gave you up for adoption, like, there's a track record now. It's either that or I end up in jail because my child, because of neglect. Yeah. Ooh, Jesus, I'm fucking angry. (laughs) It's, I know that record and the child may become old enough and say, Mm -hmm. well, why'd you... Why'd you leave me? Why'd you give me up for adoption? He never came looking for me. And, you know, sometimes I do question that, especially if, like, I understand the part of why the parent gave them up for adoption during a time in their life where there's, like, there's someone else out there that would, that actually gave you a better life than I ever could. And I know a child always needs a mother's love, but my love isn't enough to make sure that you have food in the fridge, if depending on what I'm going through. And it wasn't a safe environment for me. Maybe I was on drugs. Maybe I was, you know, knocking off anyone who's a stripper or a prostitute, but maybe that wasn't an environment I wanted my child in. And due to the circumstances, Mm -hmm. yes, I kept you, but it's not a good environment for me to raise a child where I'm never home because I have to work so much. And you know, this society, as much as they want women to have kids, they don't create a space for women to take care of that child. You want me to work, but you're not giving me mommy hours. So unfortunately I have to leave my kid, bring my kid with me or God forbid, leave the kid in the car because I have to go grab something. I'll, you know, pick Mm -hmm. up something real quick to go hop in and that is still viewed as neglect. So there's like not a win-win situation. So I get the part of giving the child up for adoption, but I do understand where the child comes into question and when they become adult, but you never looked for me. Like I would probably wonder like, okay, the kid, you know, when your baby was born, like, okay, the kid has to be 10. I do want to check on on them and have a conversation with them and that's if the parent left the door open for the child to find them because there's the closed adoption like i don't want to ever find this kid i don't want this kid to find me you can tell them they're adopted but eventually but um i don't want them finding me that is so i mean there's reasons and there's like there's layers of layers as to why people would do that like why would they opt to never be found but I think it's such a um, a disadvantage to the person because, like, they got to worry about their dating history. They got to worry about their health. They don't have nothing to track anything important to them. So they don't have any medical records. They don't have any medical history with the family because they don't know who their family is. Mm-hmm. Dating could be scary as hell. Cause if what you're if still I'm missing- dating my brother? Like, that's weird. You know it's what I mean? So weird. And I get the layer part. Like, that's why I tell people, like, adoption, we don't know why the person gave the child up for adoption. God forbid, what if that child mm-hmm. was a result from a rape? Mm-hmm. Maybe the woman doesn't want to be reminded of that and want to give their, their child a better life. Like, you know, I was, I didn't want to abort you. Mm-hmm. 
So I am going to let you live and give you a better life by mm-hmm. giving you to a family that actually wants you and can take better care of you than yeah, I could because this child was forced upon me. I didn't willingly have this child. Someone yeah. raped me and now I have this child. And um, that's why we say there's so many layers as to why someone may give someone up for adoption and the child in question may ask questions. Yeah. Like, you know, did my I mean, that would be me? anybody. That's honestly. anybody. Yeah, that's I'm, anybody. I'm still looking for answers to like just my ancestry and like my history my culture's history and what that looks like for my family and what how did that impact my family and where do we where do we fall in that line like there's so many like unanswered questions that i have regarding like my culture and its history i think with a lot of people of color especially mm-hmm. black it's people always gonna be the case. there's always this some type of level of mystery because there's paperwork that was never filed mm-hmm. you know we were stolen from land and yeah. brought over here and given somebody else's last freaking name and the only paperwork you may have, you know, white man's paperwork, is just literally like what you were seen as, viewed as on a ship. And if they, if your family, you are a number, you are a number, and you're just the last name of the slave yeah, master. Not realizing you came from a tribe, you yep. came from an, uh, a a little small continent, country, island, somewhere, anywhere. Who knows? You probably came from royalty. You don't freaking know because None, your ancestors zero. were. You probably kidnapped. have so much money just waiting for you to claim. Money. Girl, who knows? <laughs> you I might be a, a king or queen. I might be a princess somewhere in Africa and didn't even know it. No, mm, I need to do some ancestry <laughs> check. But no, for I real. definitely want to do that. I, I do, but you know, you know. Typically, we always go off topic, but oh well. Yes, yes. That's I how wanted, our brain works. Exactly. So I wanted to ask you because I know um, I'm a better person now that I'm an aunt. But what has being an aunt like taught you or what, how has it contributed to the person that you are oh i can give them back to their parents <laughs> i'm just like give them back to their parents yes but um i mean kind of gives me a little realm of kind of what it's like to be a parent to an extent yeah. especially when the child is left with me for a long period of time the child's crying i don't know what's wrong and it's like, yeah you know type of thing um and, you know, give me a perspective. The, each kid is different. Like, all my nieces and nephews, they're all fucking different. There's one that's super shy, super quiet, that's super mm-hmm. clingy to the mom. There's the one that's a social butterfly mm-hmm. and will talk to anyone. So that's the one you got to keep a close eye on because you're not getting snatched up, child. <laughs> um, and there's some that are, like, in the in between. And there's one that, like, my great nephew, he is the destroyer. I'm like, yo, you're like your mother. Like, oh anything he touches, he feels like he has to break it. Which is so so weird for a first child. First children are usually the reason why the second one comes in because you think it's a breeze and the second one's just come here to destroy your life. No, I feel like the second one be a breeze. Who knows? He's really chill. But... No, no, no. T- no. Historically, yes. But in your scenario... It's, it's which the opposite. Yeah. Because it seems like with him, he's like... he He's aware he has a baby brother. He's like, baby brother... Or baby brother Mayas. Mm-hmm. If the baby's crying, if I'm downstairs, he's like, Bay, he doesn't call me auntie. So he goes, Bay, um, help. Baby's crying. <laughs> and I was like, Is everything okay? My niece was like, Yeah, he's fine. He just pooped. Or he'll tell me, like, baby poop, baby brother pooped. He doo-doo. I'm like, okay, that's good. Every chance he gets, he'll come and kiss his head. He'll try to he's like, Let me hold it. I mean, you mean hold him? You gotta hold him. <laughs> Your brother's not an it. <laughs> hold him. He'll hold uh, him. Uh, and he'll okay. try to squeeze him like no. no, no don't squeeze him because you don't even know your own strength yet um so he's aware and you know i feel like he's gonna be super protective of his little brother it's so sweet every chance he gets he'll um like 
kiss him, but he doesn't know how to play with him yet. The other day he was pulling on his foot. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Dislocate his ankle. Girl, I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> Bones haven't even formed yet. Girl, I said, no, 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 no. We're not going to play with his feet. Just give him a hug and give him a kiss. This is all we're going to do now until he gets bigger. Right yeah. now, no. Um, I feel like each child is different in their own way. Yeah. I mean, at the time before I... Before the niece and nephew pack started getting bigger and bigger, when I had the funds one time, I took most of them to the movies. Mm-hmm. This was like 2009, 2010. I think the movie Up came. It was mm-hmm. the sweetest little movie. I took like most of them in my car, and I think my oldest niece was driving too. I said, Yo, bring your car, put as much kids as you can in that car. I'll put as much <laughs> load them up. Load them up. And I had my little Honda Civic, my little red putt putt. <laughs> and. We went to that car was clutchy. Listen, we drove to the Randolph Theater. I told their parents, like, if they, I'll pay for the ticket if they can give them extra funds for the food mm-hmm. and pay for their tickets. We watched the yeah, movie. That's just not cheap. No, it's not. And I think at one point, then the second time around, the few nieces and nephews that were available at the time, and my ex's child and his little brother to I forgot what did we end up going to movies I don't remember I think we did David Buster's and then we mm-hmm. went to Fridays or something or whatever um so I try to do as much as I can but right now mm-hmm. funds are really low so low, I can't low. I can't really like be the rich auntie that I truly can be yeah <laughs> so but see that's the that's the that's the flip that I've made over the years is like the rich auntie thing doesn't have to mean monetary right so I used to do that with my first three nieces. I used to take them to the movies or whatever. Like, not even... It would be, like, once or twice a year. Yeah. Like, and I would splurge. I would, like, we go to the movies, get whatever snacks you want. I'm cool, spending a cool $100 mm. easily. And then we would grab something quick to eat after and go home or I'll take them to the park or whatever. Um, because they loved being outside of the house. Because, unfortunately, during the summertime, they didn't have a lot of, like, outdoor activities. So they would be in the house a lot. Mm. Um, but I quickly realized it's expensive as hell. The more nieces that I that were being it. born and they get I older, like, it's mm-hmm. so expensive. So I value uh, experiences. So, like for instance, um, I do it more with one specific niece only because you know, like you said, they're all different. Mm-hmm. The youngest, well, the youngest of my sister is very likes to be isolated. Only comes when she needs you, which is fine with me because at least she knows that I'm. A, someone she can come to. Um, she likes to be with her friends. That's natural, whatever. Um, the middle child, she's quick to like, let's go to brunch. Let's do this. Let's like, well, let's go out. Let's like do all these things and down for it. She's the one that pulled me out of the house when I broke up with my ex and lived alone for that period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, nah, you're not staying in the fucking house. You're coming out. Like she's the one that pushes me. The oldest is just a chill ass kid, like <laughs> a breeze. Like you want to go out, she'll be like, "Sure." Like it's not a like Why not, not? Have to have that. Like there's no attitude. She's chill. Like you would have to push her six feet down for her to fucking like blow up. But when she blows up, you're gonna regret that shit like immediately. Um, so she's just a chill ass person. Like nothing like bothers her enough to be upset. Like. She's always with the flow. She's always like the life of the party. She's just chill. So you, they only the, the oldest and the youngest only comes when they need something, and mm-hmm. I'm totally okay with that. Like I never want to force a relationship with them. If I feel like I need to be around more, I'll do that. But for the most part, whatever. Um. So I started doing this thing where I um, create memories as opposed to purchasing gifts, and I started that with my uh, middle niece 
as recently. I've been doing it with my God kids. I just create memories, whether it's like I have a thing with my God kids where we'll, we'll get dressed up, go to a really nice restaurant and treat them like little ladies. Like you order your own food, you speak up for yourself, you know what you want. We get dressed up, like treat yourself. I'm teaching them to treat themselves on my dime, but treat them, <laughs> treat themselves. And with my other nieces, like we always talk about the things that we used to do. And they're like, oh my God, I remember when we used to do this and we used to do that. And I realized very quickly that they really value memories. They don't really care for the monetary stuff or the toys. That shit was dead long time ago. I stopped buying toys years. Yeah. I stopped doing years. This, this past Christmas, I mean, since 2015, I stopped purchasing gifts for Christmas because one, it's, ex- it's expensive. Expensive. Um, and people be ignorant they be cleaning out the racks there's nothing in the stores right and I get it some people like if they got it they'll spend money but me personally like I like the holiday because of the lights I've always liked the light stuff when Mm -hmm. I was a kid I still like it Mm -hmm. Um, but for me I feel like as I got older I realized I'm not about to go broke even if I had Mm -hmm. it like that you want to be able to keep having it like that right to purchase things for one day like that one random holiday for mm-hmm. everyone at once where there's so many days throughout the year that I can purchase things for you. Mm-hmm. So like, like if a friend just moved into a house, like every place that Jessica had moved into, even though she's like, oh no, you don't need to get me anything. She always gets I get job. her something for the new space because I'm like, it's a new space. So mm-hmm. yeah, duh. So it's like new ventures. You graduate. Every, I have every last thing from every last apartment. <laughs> like graduation. A new business venture, oh. whatever it is, or if it's something I overheard you say, oh, you need it, I'll get it for you. Like my my two great nephews, like randomly, if I go to TJ Maxx and I'm shopping for things for myself that mm-hmm. I need, and I see, oh, this is something cute. Like last year, I bought this coat that was obviously a little bit too big for him at the time, but I bought it anyways. I'm like, kids grow, they're gonna yeah. grow. He's gonna grow into it. I got him a size three T, but he wasn't even two yet, and this year he can fit it. Like, it's a size 3T, but he's so solid. He's a solid kid Mm -hmm. that he could fit it or whatever. I was in H&M and saw, like, two little baby outfits I had got my niece for the baby. This is before she had the baby or whatever. Um, And I saw this cute little hoodie that says smile. It has all these smiley faces on. I got it for my nephew. And then my niece finally put it on, and he would not take it off. Mm. So he, like, enjoyed the gift. Like, I gave it to him. He's like, thank you, bae, Um, or whatever. So it's like... I do things like that. Like, if I see something that my friend might like or they create, like, a wish list or something and I can afford it, Mm -hmm. I purchase it for them. Like, one of my friends started the massage therapy Mm -hmm. venture and she sent a wish list and I got two or three items on there that I could afford in order and had it sent to her house. Mm -hmm. And she did the same for me for, like, my venue space. She ordered, like, two or three things and had it sent to my house or whatever. So, things like that. I like to do things like that for my friends and even for... Nieces and nephews, when their birthdays is coming, I'm like, okay, what do you want for your birthday? The older ones typically want money because they want to go spend it with their friends to go do whatever. I don't have an issue with that. Usually, I may not have it right at their birthday, but I'm like, okay, when I get paid next week, I got you. I'll cash it up to you. Like, my other niece, I think she's about to be seven. Her birthday is this, is it this week? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I am, I already asked her like two weeks ago, what do you like for your birthday she told me like it's really simple girly cute thing she's like she wants a nail polish set yeah so i'll get that for her and probably a few other items together and then probably get her a gift card for her to get whatever she wants so like each kid is different 
So I accommodate to that difference. Yeah. Um, her mom been told me like, oh, her favorite restaurant is 110 Grill or whatever. So it's like when I have my funds and I can, because she lives all the way in Revere. So pull off of the way I live and I can, I have the time. I'll definitely make a date and be like, all right, oh God, I'm going to take you. Far. Jesus. It is a whoop. Um, so like you said, like create memories, create experiences. Yeah. Granted, those experiences can cost us a lot of money because the, the, the cost of living yeah. now has shot through the roof. But, but like you do what ways, you can. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to this ways to do it. Like yeah. I've done picnics, like ugh, the worst picnic in the world. But <laughs> I've done picnics. I've done, um, I've done just park dates. Like just go to the park. I think just making time for people is what I find to be more valuable than like the monetary stuff. Um, but as far as like the question of being, what are they taught? What have your nieces and nephews taught you? I've like, I know for a fact, if I was to have a kid, which I'll never, but if I was to have a kid, I would fucking be an amazing mom. Everyone tells me that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, um, I have nine nieces and nephew that I can be that too. Like, you know what I mean? Like. I like my personal time. I can just be, I can just be the mom figure, I guess, to those kids, like to those kids. Cause like, you know, and I know we don't go to our moms for everything. We, we utilize our aunts for me. Unfortunately, all my aunts were like much older and they don't play those games. It's very much like, we're not friends. I'm your aunt. <laughs> you know, you please, you're the child. I'm the adult. <laughs> you are the children. Okay. Um, so I, but I have close cousins that are like a little older that I can go to and have these conversations. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just be available and ready for when my nieces and nephew need someone to talk to outside of their parents. Cause, or somebody older that's not their friend, but it's also not their parents. I want to be that person. I don't want to be a mom because I see what it's done. Unfortunately, I know you want kids. I've seen the lack of time that my friends have or don't have now becoming moms. I don't want that for myself. And then every time I call them, the kids are crying in the background. I can't do it. (sighs) Somebody's trying to break in. Um, yeah. So there's that, but as far as like what have your nieces and nephews taught you like what's something that you're like yo i want to take this experience from my niece and nephew and bring it into parenting when i do become a mom Mm, aside from certain disciplines because there's certain things that my siblings or their wives allow and i'm like no i don't (laughs) like that i would never say it couldn't be it would never be could it be me because you don't know you know what i mean because watch it be you so um to be fair my sister's going through that right now she used to be like, oh, discipline, discipline, discipline when it came to my nieces. Now her daughter is literally running her up amok. And she's not even, she'll be a month and a couple weeks. Like, the baby, <laughs> pick up the baby. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> like, put that baby down. And she's like, nope. Now she's over here trying on chest carriers to see if she can actually do household chores while still holding her baby. <laughs> and the baby's just like, we're not doing shit today. <laughs> I have to show you a video of my niece looking at her mom like, you thought you was going to clean? I don't care what chest carrier you got. <laughs> You're not cleaning today. Oh, she's that type of baby. And every baby's different. I'm just hoping and praying that... I have a smooth infant. I know they're fucking crazy and they do weird shit and probably won't get enough sleep. That's why I told Wilson, like, we're going to 
slow it there with the one and see how this one goes first in my mental state. And I get it. Each child is different. I am well aware of that. The first one may be amazing, and the second one is a fucking terror. Mm-hmm. I'm That's how I remember it. But now that we're talking about it, because you said your nephew was like a little terror, um, I think when it's the firstborn girl, little angels all day, every day. And we have, I literally having my first nephew since I've been, since like 20 plus years. I've had, I have a great nephew, but as far as a nephew, it's going to be my first nephew in 20 plus years. Um, so I know for a fact when it's a firstborn girl, little angels, the second, it don't matter if it's a boy or a girl, it's the devil. <laughs> so, and with your case, your nephew was born first and then he had a brother. So I feel like if, if, if it's a girl, which I pray for you to be a girl. Yeah. I want a girl first, but who knows? I get the total opposite, but I don't know. Like I know. <sighs> There's a lot of things you can prepare for, but you don't know what type of kid you're going to have when they come out the womb. So you just pray for the best. Pray that you, you have a healthy... You think your nieces and nephews are going to be mad you have, you have a kid? No, actually. They're actually like... The older ones are like, well, what's up? You going to have a kid? I'm like, oh, shut up. Yeah, like, yeah. leave me alone. Um, but no, I... It's prepared me, to, like, in a sense, like, oh, this is what it may be like. I never assumed this is what it's going to be like because I don't know. But I do know, like, I don't know how your sisters were prior to having kids, but I know, like, for me, I'm so, like, I like to be prepared for certain things so that when that unimaginable thing happens, I won't be prepared for it, but I won't be as stressed because kids are like a constant emergency because they're constantly doing things or something's constantly happening like when they're sick or, you know, they're perfectly fine today and then they have a hundred degree fever in the middle of the night type mm-hmm. of shit like you mm-hmm. wasn't expecting. So it's like, I'm always big on like, I know I can't prepare for everything, but I like my shit to be on point. So that if I got to run out the door with my kid, I can run out the door type of thing. You know, so they say first time parenting. They make commercials where the first time mom has like this big ass bag that has every fucking thing in it because you yeah. never know. Yeah. And I laugh at it because my niece now is the same way. Now it's not even a bag anymore. It's like a little basket in the back of your car, back of your trunk, mm-hmm. <laughs> just ready for no, any, I think, any emergency. I think I would be that parent because just to have a little, because right now I have a basket in the back of my car just because like, mm-hmm. you know, wipes, uh, windshield, fluid, you never know. I have the, um, the thing to charge up the battery if the battery was to randomly die um, type of thing. There's a random first aid kit that came with a car. Shout out to Lexus. I didn't know. It was sitting in the car. I'm like, oh, this comes with it. This is cute. Um, but I already have like a little mini thing. Like you've been in my car was like, oh, do you have napkins? I'm like, yeah, it's right in there. Oh, I have band-aids. Oh, I have like, um, you have time. Oh, yeah, it's in the little compartment here. I always like come prepared because I'm always driving. I'm always yeah. on the road. So why not be ready? So especially with kids, I feel like I'd rather be ready. And you know the Virgo in us when people don't do things the way we would do it, be like, well, why wouldn't you already do that? I think you sent me a video clip of like Someone didn't do something, then she's like, why would she do that? Doesn't she know, like, if she does it this way, this is how it's supposed to be done? Oh, I'm that way when when it comes to organization. Like, why is your cups to the far left? <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. Like, it, the cabinets need to make sense. The structure, everything needs to make sense. Listen. And it will, I will sit there for hours. Like, if I'm at somebody's house and I realize the plate where I think makes sense is not where it is it, supposed to be. The whole time, I'm like, I wonder if I ask her if I can move it, will she be mad? Like, that's how I think. Like, I'm disgustingly, like, 
terrible when it comes to shit like that. So I just keep my mouth shut when I go to people's house. I'm like, everybody. Or, for instance, I house sat for someone. And I moved some stuff around. I was like, did you move my things? And I was just like, it just made more sense. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, I do that to my friends. I'll go to their house and oh, like, kind of. Don't touch my shit, bitch. It looks better this way. <laughs> and if we're closed, I usually wash mm-hmm. the dishes that's in the sink and put it to the side. Jessica lets me wash her dishes, surprisingly. Um, but yeah, I think like ha- being an aunt, aside from like, oh, yeah. Has prepped you to be a mom. To an extent. To become a mom? Yeah. I've had kids slept over to a point where I was like, ah, now I see you don't fucking sleep at night because you're constantly like, they're breathing. Yeah. Put my finger near their nose. Yeah. Washing their nah, chest. I mean, I'm like, they got it. And like, if they weren't what? breathing, they'd be coughing. I don't hear it. No, there's some kids, people can pass out in their sleep. No. That's my the only sister, thing that scares me. My sister, that's why I always I give the under three year old rule. Like, if they're under three, I'm not watching them. Like, that's all, that's all you. <laughs> don't bring them to my house. I'm not watching them. Under one now. is the scariest. I think the first year of life is the scariest yeah. part because that's the part where they can stop breathing, unfortunately, because of SIDS. Because yeah. they don't know why. Mm-hmm. But. Once they hit, they turn two or they turn one, you're good to go. No, I need just, potty trained. They just, the, it's the acting up, acting daggone fool. And each kid is different though. Like my nephew, he's starting to like, starting to get himself potty trained. Like he'll go to the bathroom mm-hmm. or whatever. But when he does go, and number two, he'll tell you. And he will not sit in it. Like my sister told me where she was getting ready to leave. And she was like, come on, Caden, let's go, let's go. And he was like, mm-mm, doo-doo. <sighs> the mother's like, Stop playing with me because sometimes he'll lie and say he yeah. pooped and he didn't. She's like, no, we're going. He's like, mm-mm. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm not sitting with this thing in my butt. And she checks. She's like, oh, he actually pooped. So she changed him and stuff. So he's vocal. Yeah. Like, he'll tell me upstairs, downstairs, over the air. And I'm like, wait, what? You're telling me things <laughs> over the air? Um, I got him a piece of paper that said, happy holidays, a penguin. I'm like, where are your crayons? He's like, upstairs. Like, we went yeah. upstairs. He went to his little room. He showed me where it was, but he couldn't reach it because it was too hot. I grabbed the bag of crayons for him. He said, thank you. I'm like, oh, my God, he's only two. And even as daycare said, he's super advanced for his age. Yeah. Because the teacher will start, like, we're going to count today. One, and he jumps ahead. Two, three, <laughs> four, five. And the other kids are like, who this kid? <laughs> is this the teacher assistant? <laughs> it's like, and then they'll say, oh, today we're going to learn the colors. What's the color? Blue, green. He doesn't, he's not at the age to understand, like, raise your hand, wait mm-hmm. for the kids. He's just going to start blurring them, blurring them out. Thankfully, he's not going to be the only child because that would have been 10 times worse. Yeah, I think in a sense, he'll probably help his brother speak quicker. That, and he'll learn patience. He'll learn, like, when's your turn, when's not your turn. Like, Because mm-hmm. right now he's at the phase of, mine my ipad my remote like what he does have his own little ipad but i'm like so what but yeah i think it's prepared me to an extent of like motherhood even though yeah you know when you're aunt you don't hold on to the child for too long even though there's some aunts who've stepped up and had to take care of a a niece and nephew because whatever situation may be going on with the parent or whatever but for me and i would do that yeah but for me I never had to do that. I mean, the most they ever did was spend the night and stuff. So mm-hmm. I make sure they bathe, make sure they ate. Like, we'll watch a little bit of TV. It's like, all right, time for bed. And they'll get ready for bed or whatever. But, I mean, I had one that got sick while they were with in me. In your care? Yeah, she kept throwing up. I think she... Noted. I was like, oh, wait. 
what did you eat? She kept throwing up. I'm like, oh my God, I hate throw up. I hate the smell of throw up. I don't care if it's a kid or an adult. I hate yeah. throw up. And I'm like, eh. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I have to come get all this shit, clean it, throw it in the wash. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, are you okay? Like trying to give her something. Let's oh. go to the bathroom. It's like panicking. Cause it's like, what's wrong with her? Why she keep throwing up? But she finally fell asleep once her mother got home or whatever but i was like jesus christ mother's like, oh my god i'm so sorry she threw up on the bed and i'm like no it's fine i didn't get in the mattress or anything but the sheets were fucking destroyed oh my god <laughs> but yeah no, i mean buy me no sheets. yeah i'm gonna think you're gonna have to come up on the bed sheets because <laughs> it's a matching set and i refuse to mismatch my stuff but yeah um, I like color blocking it doesn't even matter that's not, that's not relevant to this conversation we start talking about interior decorating <laughs> and then the mustard yellow it goes really well <laughs> with like a stone gray <laughs> fucking gray it actually does though <laughs> no, it does because it gives you like that color it can give you the illusion that it's like a brown yep look yeah. at this look at this but no i i i enjoy being an aunt and I, it's funny because sometimes i'll share on facebook like oh another year being the rich auntie holding on strong <laughs> let's see 2023 oh, I will, we'll I hold on to that and i told my nieces come moms always use this excuse well if you don't have kids who's gonna take care of you when you're old and i'll turn around and look at my nieces and they'll be like we got you as you, you know, should and then my and god kids, some people have kids and the kid don't end up taking care of them anyway because my sister's like y'all wouldn't wipe my ass if i got old and i couldn't wipe my ass my, my niece is like i will get you a nurse aid i am not wiping your ass and i was like i'll wipe your ass and she's like well thank you but no um even my god kids they were like um i was like oh i don't have any kids like are you guys gonna take care of me and they was like we'll take care of you i'm like you gonna and then Didi, my best friend was like are y'all gonna take care of me and they just looked at her like what? The youngest one had to be like, yeah, I'll take care of you. The oldest one was like, you on your own. Uh-uh, no. Mm-mm. I only have space for one person, and that's my godmother. <laughs> but, so, yeah, that whole part, like, every time my parents or any older um, relative tell me, like, oh, you need children because of this and this, they always have a reason, and I always have a rebuttal, and it always comes down to my nieces. They're, the, they're clutch as fuck. They're, like, A1. Mm-hmm. They're the best things that ever happened to me. I would legitimately, legitimately, like if I knew taking the sacrifice of a bullet, like and whatever, will allow my my nieces to live. I'll take it without even like a thought. Or if I need to give up a lung, oh not a lung, but any organ, I would do it without even like thinking twice about it. I'm like, oh, it's for my niece. Like, bet that's mm-hmm. not even a question. Uh, if it's Something where I need to make major sacrifices so that they can live a long life. I'm just going to do it without thought. Like, it is what it is. Because I know, I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't let them because they have such a, they have lives to live. But if it had to be reversed, they would do it in a heartbeat. So, there's that. That's cute. You wouldn't do that? I never said I wouldn't. But well, I'm saying that's cute. I didn't know I had to respond to that right no, now. No, but you could have said like, yeah, no, that's not me, or yeah, that is me. I'm in the middle, but I know for like I really feel strong about it when it comes to like my parents. About giving up I don't I wouldn't do that for my mom. No, I don't know about giving up organs, but like I wouldn't do anything for my parents. And it's not even to say like, oh, that's the way you said it, like I wouldn't do 
I would not take a bullet from my parents and I would definitely not give up an organ for my parents. One, because they lived their life. Like, what is, like, you're old. Your mother's going to be like, oh, hey. I would have told to her face, I'm not giving my organs to somebody older than me. No, I wouldn't give my organs up to my I'll Organs, probably, I, I would have taken a bullet. I don't mind giving a blood transfusion. Like, you can still make blood. Okay, that's different. I'm talking about something that would life altering me. That would be life altering to me. I wouldn't do it for my parents, and I probably, I'm definitely not doing it for my sisters and anybody older than me. Anybody older than me, it's not happening. <laughs> Damn. So I'm a year older than you. So yeah, it's, it's not, not happening. happening. <laughs> it's not. You've lived a life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only a year difference, y'all. Only. And you've lived a wise life. <laughs> Shut up. The fuck? No, but um, you're gonna waste an organ on your parents? Uh, no, I said I would. No, not my organs. I said I would. Just, like I would protect. I would protect them in a sense. I don't know. Like my mother would have slapped the shit. I mean, she's like, "Girl, if you don't let me go, <laughs> what are we doing here?" Well, I don't know. I just feel that closely with my parents. I'm not saying my nieces and nephews are not close enough to the extent that I wouldn't like. You want to say for your children, cheery? Yeah, I would do the same. I mean, I would protect them the best way I can. I think. It's a little more difficult for you to answer that question because you want to have children. Yes. I know I'm not having kids. Like, I know that for a fact. I don't want it. So, the next thing that I would sacrifice my life for would be my nieces and my godkids. Yeah. So, it is what it is. But, anyways, y'all. You have anything else to add? No. And We're we're currently broke aunties at this time, but... um, we still live in that. But rich we're life. rich in the sense like I we, can get up at any time. No no snotty kid knows kids in my face talking yep. about they're hungry. Yeah. Like I felt bad for y'all in the I pandemic. Could be broke had by kids. myself and I'm held responsible for taking care of another human and being. And not be blamed for neglect. Like, damn. Right. like sometimes I forget to eat and you can't do that with a that kid. That is always me, girl. <laughs> like you can't forget I to wait eat. I'm kid. absolutely starving to be like, bitch, you haven't eaten all day. <laughs> So. There's this little meme that I saw, and it says, so the person driving, and it said, the phone rings, and it goes, hey, you forgot to pick me up? And the bear goes, who's this? <laughs> and I'm cracking up because I said the tools, and I'm like, I pray this is never me, because I went so long with no kids, and it's like, oh, yeah, I got to pick one up. I got to actually remind myself to pick you up. Because, like, like, you going to pick me up? This like, bear goes, who's this? <laughs> Can you imagine, like, who's this? I would have hung up and be like, I don't have parents. I clearly don't. But it's like, we come from a generation when our parents call us. They say, hey, it's mom. Like, I know it's you. Hi, it's dad. I'm well aware. Thanks. I'm pretty sure at this age, at 36, I recognize your voice. Your voice has been recognized since I was in the womb. I don't know why. My dad, oh, my God. if I had my other phone, I would have played it. But my dad be like, hello, this is your daddy. And I'm just like, sir. <laughs> Why did they do that? Like, both my parents. I'll be like, hello, firstborn. This is your father. And I'm just like, okay, get to the point. <laughs> what do you need? And it's crazy. Like, my siblings, if they were to call me, they don't tell me who they are. I know who they are. Mm. But our parents <laughs> no, don't tell us. My mom is that way. I think both your parents are that way. But my, no, my dad is that way. But my mom will be like, when she's with me, she's like, call me back. That's all. And she'll just really? call me yeah. back. Yeah, my both my parents are like, my mom be like, it's mommy. No, God, for Christ's <laughs> sakes, who else would it be? Who is this woman that I've, the same voice I've heard 
since <laughs> I don't know how long. Literally, since conception. Who could you be calling my phone <laughs> at the most randomest hours? Like what? What your parents picked the most randomest hours to call they you? They don't anyways. have slang to, to um switch out that phrase though. Like w- with me, I'm like, hey girl. Like they're not about to call you and be like, hey girl. <laughs> no, I'm not expecting this. But if they just left a message like. <clears throat> Baby? Hey, hey call me it, back. I'm not, because you're telling me to say it, it's not going to happen. No, in the accent, not in the language. <laughs> she's so, she's such a vacation. <laughs> she would literally be like, if they were to say, hey, call me back, you know. But a lot of people, even those who are not foreign, like my, I have friends who are American, they say, yeah, my mother will call me like, hey, it's mom. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I have your phone number and I know your voice. Who could it be? And I asked my mom that every single time she'll call. Like, say, for example, she called like at one, but I didn't get to call her until like seven, but she calls mm-hmm. back again. Hey, it's your mother again. I know it's you. I've just been busy. I don't understand that concept. But anywho, we enjoy being rich aunties, even though rich richness for me in my mind doesn't necessarily mean money. <laughs> Bro, people. Because we are broke. Broke people say it's not rich in monetary value. It's rich in life. Yeah. And that's <laughs> but when I, I have money, I'm like, bitch, I'm rich. Don't talk to me any which way. But um, no, <laughs> in a sense, like, we're chat. rich in a sense because we have time yeah. for ourselves. Um, and I would possibly believe, like, even an auntie that probably only has just one kid could still have that rich lifestyle because no. your energy, in a I sense. I know so many friends who have one kid and cannot manage time. With one kid? One kid. Mm. Could it be me? <laughs> <laughs> but some of them are single moms, and that's, okay, that's yeah, different because yeah. you, you you don't have someone to All share the them. load. You yeah. don't have someone to share the load with, and that's different as opposed to when you have a partner there mm-hmm. um, that's able to be there and willing to be there. And even and then, it, that second hand is still not enough. You need a village to mm-hmm, help you to raise the kid. And nowadays, the village Hence still me be raising busy. my nieces. Nowadays, the village be busy too, so mm-hmm. it's not like back in the day where people, most people are home. Yes, it had like just a nine to five, something very simple, mm-hmm. and people, can manage life with that one income. Now it's ghetto, but yeah. yeah, it's in a sense like we have time to like, even though sometimes we feel we don't have enough time or tired, but we still have time to do things like travel when we want, mm-hmm. do things when we want. Because I could literally leave my house like I could text Jessica now and be like, "Yo, this Saturday, let's let's go out to eat." Yeah. With a kid, you can't just be like, "Yo, let's go out to." Eat. You gotta plan no. the specifics. I'm planning a girls weekend in june 23 right now i started in september it's the virgo in us we will play no it's the one has three kids the other one has one kid and the other one has three jobs so i need them to like the more time in advance that i give them because it's no kids it's kids free i did husband free invite it's just my high school friends shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) it's a kids free husband free work free weekend like we're not we're not doing this leave your kids with it with their daddies figure it out so i'm giving them almost a year time there's no plan. excuse at this point ladies yeah. you hear that there's no excuse yeah better get tell tell them baby daddies them husbands to fall in line right because when, like, when they when they be going out with this whole video that was like oh women always want to remind you every time they're about to go out with their girls it's like I just want to let you know it's Keisha's birthday in one month. Cause nigga, they gonna forget. Wait, wait, wait. It's Keisha's birthday in one month, and we're going out. And he's like, okay. 
It's one month away. Like, I don't give a fuck. Two weeks before the... I just reminded you that... He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kisha's birthday is two weeks. I don't don't give a fuck. You had it on the fucking refrigerator. I've seen it. And then the day of... She's getting ready in the mirror. He's like, where you about to go? She's like, don't fucking start with me. Don't fucking start with me. I told you it was Kisha's birthday. He's like, yeah, Kisha's birthday. Who's all going? And then she was like, "Uh, it's Kisha's birthday. So, Kisha... And then he, she's going down a list of names. He's like, oh, hell no. Um, he's like, um, Kim's going, everybody's sucking dick. Like, you know what I mean? Because you know it's that one friend that they always hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, when I tell you, that shit had me in fucking tears. Listen. So, yeah. I, their daddies better get in line. I will, mm-hmm. I'm about to send all of them a text. Send, send them save the date type of thing. Yep. Send a postcard, send an email, send a pigeon if you have to. All of it. I'm I'm being prepared. I'm being smart. Because I know, like, managing care for your children is a task in itself. So, mm-hmm. get it together. Get it together. That's you threatening them on the podcast. But, anywho, thanks, y'all, for dropping by and listening in on this week's episode. We appreciate y'all's support. Please follow us, like, subscribe, leave a comment. A suggestion, whatever, just whatever Jessica be saying. You, I've been saying it every fucking episode. <laughs> whatever, you know. Please like, be- subscribe, hit that bell notification so you don't miss it on any episodes. And if you're listening to wow, us, I missed the bell have, notification. And if you, if you're listening to us or listening to this episode, and you haven't already, please leave a comment so that we can read and get better. Okay, guys, that's all. Um, we'll talk to you later. Bye.